0: Welcome into the Pope Prep Coaches Show, as always, joined here by Dr. Wade. Coach, how's it going? It's going great. Since last week's show, we had a lot to talk about. We had three games, we had senior night, but a week later we're here, you only had one game, uh, which was a very important game for your team. It was a MyTV30 game um, against a, a CPA team that is way better than their record, as evidenced for what they did the other night in the first round of the playoffs or the play-in game. Um talk about talk about the performance and, and your win over CPA on my TV 30 and also what it did and what it meant for your team.
1: Well, it meant a lot. It, it it's uh just to be able to be on um the local station and and have a chance for a lot of Nashville to see us play that hadn't got a chance to see us play yet, but um even for some of the fans that couldn't quite make it out to see us on TV who got a lot of texts saying, hey, we we saw you on TV. Good job. Uh But the importance of it for the boys, I mean, playing CPA earlier that week and, you know, really winning by 30-plus, my biggest worry was were were we going to be motivated when we played Mm -hmm. them there Friday. But I think that my TV 30 part of it helped. But we also just kept harping that they're going to give you a better game. They're at home at senior night. They're going to have motivation um coach Maggard told me they had some great practices so we knew they were going to be prepared to play and I, you know I warned the boys before we come out of the locker room you're going to have a battle in your hand and we did and the boys responded um masterfully um uh, again another game last year that probably wouldn't win our way but we just just kind of figure out ways to to keep winning and it's a different guy that kind of pulls us out um, every night, and they kind of took turns in that game, kind of taking taking the lead. Well, and it was a back-and-forth game. Uh, you know, you
0: all it would stretch your legs a little bit, stretch
1: out the lead,
0: here they come back. Yeah. And and really it was that fourth quarter performance. Jerron hit two big threes for you to really kind of open that game up. Yeah. I think if you see the score, it's not indicative. It was it was a tight battle most of the way. Yeah. Um, and they, they had some kids that played some really good ball against you all. But – that fourth-quarter performance is exactly what you have to see on a team. And, and the impressive thing to me was the free throws. Uh, you all had 9 of 10. That's something uh, earlier this year in one of the games, it hurt you. But making 9 of 10 um, is something that you're going to have to do down the stretch.
1: Yeah, a lot of what happened in that game is, is what we're going to have to do down the stretch. Uh, most of our games going forward are going to look just like that. I'm expecting the same type of game Friday night, expecting the same type of game Saturday. Um, it's going to be close. Free throws are going to decide it one way or the other. Taking care of the basketball, rebounding, all all the things that you have to be really good at this time of year. Um, we're going to have to really hone in and make sure we're we're um, excelling at that as a team.
0: And and Friday night too was huge for your program. It is marked the very first time in school history that we shared a championship, let alone won for you know first. Uh, got the one seed in the tournament. Which has never been done either, which is huge. Um, But while those things are great, and you can kind of put in now, you can put your name on a banner up there in the gym. Yeah, there's so much more I know that you all want to accomplish. But just for a moment, I want you to look back and talk about the you know from one year ago to where you all were with two wins, I believe, in the division, to Mm -hmm. tying with BA basically. Yeah, talk a little bit about that moment Friday night.
1: Well, that that moment Friday night was it was actually kind of weird because there was a trophy ceremony at the end of the game and it was and it it almost kind of tied into us winning the region so it was it was like a little ceremony without being a ceremony that was meant for that um, and being able to have everybody on the, in the center of the floor Trey being named player of the game um, it was it was special especially when we heard the NBA score. Um, that really solidified that we were going to get the uh, number one seed, uh, and now it's, it's defending it. Uh, we had the number two seed last year and it, uh, two years ago, and it didn't didn't mean a whole lot. But just to see the transformation is a testament to the the maturity of of the boys and 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 their growth on the court and buying into each other. Um, they really have bought into we over me. There's a lot of sacrifices, and it's it's not easy. I mean we you know there are still things that we have to correct um, and get people get our kids to buy into, but for the most part, they've done a really good job with that
0: and 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 one more thing with the regular season, you set a record uh, for most wins in school history during the regular season, and again those are those are things that you're proud of that you're excited about. But where you all want to get to, it doesn't mean anything right now. It
1: don't mean a thing. You can't tell me right now because I can't sleep. Yeah. All, all I'm thinking about is Lipscomb or Innsworth. What What are we going to do Friday? How are we going to perform? Um, that's That's my biggest concern. I'm, I, all the other stuff right now, I'll probably think about it three weeks from now and yeah. revel in it and be happy about it. But it, it doesn't mean anything. Lipscomb's not coming in looking at our record. Innsworth they're not coming in looking at our record. They're coming in looking to beat us and they're not going to cower because we we're 23 and 4. They're we're all they're one of them will be 1 and 0 and we'll still be 0 and 0. So um we have to approach it that way.
0: Yeah, and and that's the important <laughs> thing. And, and I hope it got and your kids it should have gotten their attention what happened with CPA uh against Father Ryan. CPA had not won a game this year and the, and then they go win by 20. Yeah. In the playoffs and knock bother on out, so it can be over quickly for you. Yes. And, again, it doesn't matter at this point. Everybody's 0-0 when they're heading yeah. in. Um, talk about, so you go throughout the season, you're used to playing on Tuesday, Friday. In some cases you're playing three games a week. You played Friday night, and now you have a whole week until you play the following Friday. How do you keep the engines going? I know you gave them the weekend off, and then you show back up on Monday. What are some things that you all do to kind of keep them engaged as they get ready for what is going to be a monumental weekend for this program?
1: we try to keep practice competitive as possible and through our competitive drills we try to make sure conditioning through our drills um it's hard i mean they're they're teenagers obviously you don't have that carrot of the game the next day right in front of you so that motivation can wane Um, we we're 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 hoping to elevate our practice monday wasn't a great practice it was okay Yesterday was a little bit better, and today it needs to be a lot better and then Thursday, we need to be sharpening the twos to get ready to go try to win a ball game friday
0: so Friday uh automatically because you're one seed the one two seed get all the way into the semifinals of the tournament, which guarantees you you get to the substate slash state tournament. You'll still have work to do there, but I want to talk about Friday because as of right now, when you see this, you will know who we're playing. we do not yet. There's a game tonight, so I want you to speak briefly on both those programs, uh, both teams you've seen this year, uh, and we'll start with Ensworth.
1: Well, Ensworth, uh, they're led by their two guards. Uh, they have uh, O'Keefe and uh, Heitz. Uh, both can score the ball at very high volume. Both are really good off the dribble, quick, and they're both a, are really proficient three-point shooters. So our, our our main goal is to try to control. Those two guys, um, and then they have a freshman that's really athletic that is getting better by the game malachi he's uh, he's a handful, and then they have some good size with the post players that they rotate in and out um, we've the last couple of games we bothered them with our pressure um, we're hoping to do the same um, friday if 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 that's the matchup um we had a Pretty good lead against them here the last time we played them, but they they won the second half, and I'm going to make sure my boys know that they won the second half because we wasn't as focused as we needed to be.
0: Okay, and if it happens to be Lipscomb Academy, you can ignore what he just said or fast forward past that. Probably too late for that. But if it's Lipscomb Academy, let's talk a little bit about them because that's another team you split with them this season. Uh, They won here, you won there.
1: Yes, and neither one of those games were easy. Um, obviously, the one we lost here, we lost by five. They scored 80 points on us. That hadn't happened to us all year. Um, we knew we had some defensive things that we needed to correct. It was a rough game. I, I would no one enjoyed it. It was 55 fouls called in that game. So it's, it's kind of hard for either team to get a rhythm or play through that. Um, but they have a terrific guard in Cam Blivins. Um, he He's a first-team all-region player, averages about 20 a game. He puts a lot of pressures on, pressure on us defensively. And then um, Sidney, Miles Sidney is, is mm-hmm. a tremendous athlete, uh, plays the three. Um, kick can score from anywhere. He's really improved his jump shot, which makes him even harder to guard. Um, and he had 21 the first game, and he scored 10 yeah. of their first – 15 in the second game so he, he can he can score in bunches um, but the second game we were a lot better defensively um, they have a shooter that didn't play the first game and played the second game we did a really good job of I think he made one three and as long as we kind of keep those three guys um, under control it's, it, it'll be a winnable game you get to stay in the present of your next game I can look ahead a little
0: bit Uh, You know, I think one of the confusing things always within this division and this region is people are like, well, when do we play? What do we have to do? And things like that. So Friday becomes a big game because Friday guarantees you, you won't play again to the following Saturday uh, if you can win the Friday game and get to the championship game. If you lose Friday, then you're going to play on Wednesday on the road somewhere. And so the Friday game is important, but then Saturday becomes important because in years past, the top two seeds have hosted games yeah. this
1: year it's only the top seed yes so so we have to have a different approach um to me friday still is the most important game um we get the sub state You one game away from Cookville. Um, We like our chances, whether we have to go on the road and play or or we're hosting at home. Obviously, we want to stay home and not have to do a three and a half hour travel before we play, because that usually you're usually sluggish um, when you when you get off that bus and you don't have the greatest start when when that happens. So, um, yeah, I mean the goal is uh, was anyway to try to win the region tourney. but it was always if we were, if we were going to host whether we were one or two it was always kind of like a little icing on the cake. But now it's it's become that much more important, so we can try to get a, another home game.
0: And next week we can speak a little bit more about the overall state. But one thing when you do look around this state, and and I'm not sure the the casual fan understands. I mean, you got teams in East Tennessee that are 25 and four, or 24 and four right now. You got the same thing over here in West Tennessee. Uh, You've got a team in East Tennessee that knocked off Brentwood Academy earlier this year in Knox Webb. So there is – And Baylor. And Baylor. And, and, uh, you know, so the road to get to where you want to get is not an easy one. But I also know that if you all play the way you're capable of playing, um, for four quarters, yeah. uh, you're going to have a chance against anybody. And yeah. that's, that's something we haven't seen.
1: No, we haven't, we haven't seen that before. Uh, but, it, but it goes back to that seating. I mean, if you can, you want to play Broadcrest in Cookville or you want to play Baylor or Webb in Cookville, um, or BA, you know, you don't, you want to play them in Cookville. You don't want to have to play them in that sub state. You want to give yourself the uh, opportunity to kick that down the road if you can. And, and and not saying any of the other opponents wouldn't be a tough out because it's Division II, AA. They're all good. Um, Christian's brothers, NBA, MUS, sure. um, Macaulay, they're all good basketball teams. So we're, we, we would have to bring our best to beat any of them.
0: Before we let you go, I want to ask you a question. You know, we talk about the team and, and having that week off basically and what you do to get them revved up. What do you do as a coach? Because if you obsess – every day, all day, about what you have coming up in these games. You're going to go mental. So what do you do to kind of get away from basketball? I'm
1: I'm going mental. (laughs) Uh, I I just told you I'm not sleeping. I think I woke up at 3.30 this morning. I was in the gym at 4 just because I couldn't sleep. So I just went in there and I I exercised. (laughs) That's one of the things that helped me. Uh, stay balanced. There's not a whole lot to do right now. I can't go play golf. Um um I, I don't have that kind of time and nor has the weather been that great. Uh, so it's it's basically just, just try to exercise. I talked to my assistant coaches. They kinda talk me off the ledge. Sometimes and I kinda talked them off the ledge. As a matter of fact Coach Abner and I just had about a twenty five minute conversation about the bracket and our scenarios and what would be favorable for us and what we would what we would do in every situation
0: i told you the last question but i do want to mention something about your assistant coaches because you can't do this without them and you know i was you know i sit near your bench or, or around it and i see how um uh, everyone is engaged whether it's coach webby whether it's coach Lang, and certainly coach abner everybody hears coach yeah. Abner, right yeah
1: coach abner has really took a huge role um in a lot of ways being in the building coach lane is no longer here in the building but coach abner as far as a relationship piece in the admissions office i'm always meeting here meeting there so he kind of uh had those relationship with the kids and i use that to my benefit i so he kind of became my office a guru he took over the offense this year because i know he's got their ear they're going to listen they respect him um he's done amazing And then coach lane is just Great at what he always does, and that's the relationship piece, um, getting the respect of the young men. They're also going to listen to him. They know he cares. Uh, and, and Coach Webby is the analytical guy. He sits over there and he kind of keeps us all. Uh, he he kind of throws the what if factor yeah. to us, and he's he's the thing that he's the coach that we bounce things off of. But they Excellent. all have a great role. Well, thank you, Doctor Wade. Uh, Hope Prep MBB is the
0: Twitter account. Uh, You can check on there and see. I'm sorry, it's X now. You can check on Instagram to see when the games will be. It will be 5 o'clock on Friday night at CPA, both games at CPA. We just don't know the opponent. Um, And there will be some Twitter updates throughout the game. I think I'm going to take that over for you all and try to post some highlights and things like that as well. But good luck. Uh,
1: Look forward to seeing you next week after this weekend's games. Thank you, Kyle. Look forward to it. Hopefully it's... Good news.
2: <laughs> your favorite wine tasting experience is back. The Hendersonville Rotary Club's Wine and Roses Fundraising Gala. Everything you loved and more. Saturday, March the 2nd. Prepare your taste buds for elegant wines, smooth whiskeys, craft beers, and exceptional food. Browse through the silent auction. All to benefit over 25 local charities, schools, and scholarships. Wine and Roses. Saturday, March the 2nd at Our Lady of the Lake Catholic Church, Hendersonville. HendersonvilleRotary.org.
3: live under the lights.
1: The city of performers putting on one heck of a show. Headlining night after night. Welcome to Smashville.
0: Fine.
2: Yeah, I'm going to key my own pretty soon.
3: Me too. Good
2: night, Kika. Good night.
0: Yet. At Kia of Murfreesboro, we're here whether you're ready or not. Welcome back to the Pope Prep Coaches Show. This time, joined by Coach Kim DeMarini. Coach, not the happiest of times. Uh, season ended on this past Monday night. Yes. Um, you all had a play-in game on Saturday. Let's talk about some good things first. St. Cecilia, you had that game as a play-in game. Uh, you started off a little slow in that game on Saturday, but then you all put them away basically in the second half yeah. talk Talk about your performance that day
3: well, it was our fourth game in the week, so they when we t- played some tough games that week, so Saturday you know one o 'clock start, everybody was tired, no legs and you know, um, it was the third time we'd played them. They came out a little sluggish, but, you know, eventually we got ourselves together and, and did what we needed to do during that game. So I was pleased with the fact that they recovered and they um, put the ball in the basket and did what they needed to do to win the game.
0: Important feat uh, on Saturday for mm-hmm. one of your seniors here, Bethany Howard. Yep. Reached her 1,000th point on Saturday. Yep. Uh, very classy of you. Um I want to say you were tired or you were trailing at that moment. It was a close game either way, but you called a timeout, uh, used one of your timeouts to take a chance to honor her and her career, and I felt yeah. I the world of you for doing that for her in a moment where there are bigger things, obviously, in play yep. to recognize her.
3: Right. Well, you know, it, it was her 1,000th point. She's played here for, you know, all four years, and it was just a time for us to stop and just to honor her for her hard work um regardless of what the score of the game was i mean this is a lifetime achievement really for her so we wanted to just stop and just honor her for a minute and honor her family for all of the things that they've done and supporting her and you know driving her all of the commitment that they have as well so it was a family you know uh, affair and we just really thank her family and, and bethany for all the work she's done here for pope
0: and then monday night you go to a very familiar opponent yes. for the third time in a week third time you in a week. cpa mm. um the first quarter you dropped behind eleven to nothing earlier early in the game it was twenty one to seven at the end of one. But then the light clicked on for your team, mm-hmm. and the performance over the next three quarters. I know they won two of the three and tied, I believe, the third quarter.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And you had chances at the end of the game, down three, exactly. to get shots to try to tie the game.
3: We did, we did, and you know, I mean, they came out just bombing from three. I mean, we've got a, we, they've got a, a post player inside. We were trying to concentrate on, but just one on one with some weak side help and. Sure enough, they were knocking down those threes again, and we were like, surely they can't shoot that well a third time, <laughs> but they did, at least in the first quarter, so they shot very well the first quarter, they cooled off after that, and you know we were able to make some adjustments and to get back in the game, but the girls worked hard, they understood rotations and Um, You know, the ball just didn't fall in the basket for us as much as, as we needed to. But, you know, their effort was there. I was really proud of their effort and the fact they never gave up. They could have. They could have laid down in the first quarter. Um, But they didn't claw their way back, and that just shows such resilience that, you know, these young ladies have just decided to have this season because you can go either way, but they've decided to have resilience and to work hard.
0: I was very lucky in college at the University of Tennessee to cover a lot of Pat Summit's practices. Mm -hmm. And the big thing she was is defense, rebounds, and effort. And that was the thing I thought when I watched your team, even though you didn't win, the effort that they gave all the way to the end right. in in a time when they could have said, well, we don't want to be, you know, who knows who wants to play next. But right. they fought, they competed.
3: Exactly. And,
0: and I think that says a lot for where you've got this program right now. Mm-hmm. And it's ho- hopefully a building block to the future.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it's just the hard work of the girls that they realize that, You know, hard work pays off, and hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. So you don't have to be the most talented, but you've got to be the most hard-working player on the court. Um, They may have more skill, but they may not have more effort, and that will take you a lot of places. So That reminds (laughs) me, one of the things I
0: do love, follow them on X, Pope Prep Women's Basketball. You can search it. Um, you retweet a lot of great sayings and things about that and videos and stuff uh, Mm -hmm. that are very inspirational. If you bring up an inspirational quote, uh, (laughs) check them out, folks, because they are. There's some really good stuff that's on there. So talk about for you, you're you're a teacher here. Uh, You Mm -hmm. teach in the math department. Yes. What kind of challenge is it to teach? How many classes do you teach? I have four. Four classes. Try to balance that with basketball. You're not getting home till late at night on on either game night or practices. <laughs> yeah. Then you've got a grade. Uh, what's the what's what's the balance in life look like when you get going basically November through February?
3: Right. Well, my husband is like you know I have no wife basically until it's over and that's and that's fine. He understands. He signed up for this too. So, um, but you know you've got to teach a, a regular load. Just you know like every like every other teacher here who doesn't have that big commitment after school and weekends and holidays and. You know, it's just it's time management and it's just a commitment to, you know, get your grading done, get your your lessons planned, get your practice planned, get your game planned um and you know, wave to your family in the process. I mean, it's it's just, you know, including you know, what's important to you. So, my family's important, my girls are very important, my coaching staff's very important, my job's very important. Um, so I, I'm willing to commit the time that it takes. I might not sleep very much during these months, and that's okay. I've got, unfortunately, now that it's over, I can, you know, wind down a little bit and catch up on some things. But, you know, during those four months, we go hard. So my staff goes hard, and I've got a great staff. They are always there working, helping me plan, helping me organize as well. So you've got, I've got a great staff, and, you know, we just we commit to work hard from top to bottom. From the coaching staff down to the girls.
0: And, and you do. Coach Childress, Kim Childress, mm-hmm. uh, Norman Rodriguez, yes. uh, both instrumental in what you're trying to do, whether yes. it's practice, game day, and things
3: like that. That's right. We want to set a good example for the girls. And so we're going to work hard at our jobs, scouting reports. You know, we're going to hold them to a high standard. We're going to hold ourselves to a high standard. And so that's, that's really what we're trying to do is, is create young women who are strong, um, good leaders, and able to stand on their own. So.
0: so you say goodbye now to some seniors, mm-hmm. but what's the process for you all as, as an organization uh, now that your season's over? Because you do have to start looking for ne- Ed next year. Right. Uh, I know there's not any necessarily coaching involved, mm-hmm. but but I'm sure that these girls, things that they need to work on, things that you all look back, to you look back on the season and go, here's where we could have done better Do you look forward and say, here's what I want to try to be next year based on your talent?
3: Right. Well, the first thing we do is we have exit interviews with every player. So we we just basically go through a recap of the season with each person and say, you know, this is what you did well. This is what you can improve on through the course of the, the summer, the spring and the summer. We want them to actually start working in the spring. We want them to play AAU. We want them to to get in the gym on their own, get up shots, free throws, run, get quicker, do the things that you need to do as an individual so that we collectively can get better as a team. So we want to, you know, I, I know that the girls are a little lost this week with not having practice, and so I'm encouraging them to start getting in the gym now. Um, pick up the ball. Do some things that you didn't have time to do before. So we're encouraging them to go at it right away.
0: And that is the challenge when you have tournament basketballs because, it ends and you don't realize it's ending <laughs> uh, because you go into a game hoping you're going to play That's right. uh, Friday or Thursday and then it's over. And then and it's so over. it is tough to wrap your head around
3: that. Yeah, and it's it's the first few weeks were, especially the first week, the first week we're just lost as to what to do. We kind of wander around and look at each other like, what are you doing? Why aren't we at practice? But, you know, it eventually, we, we watch a lot of TV, of film on TV, you know, film. We watch... All noise
0: there that's okay we watch a lot
3: of film we watch a lot of basketball we we just you yeah. can't you're just addicted to it so sure. we we watch a lot we watch collegiate we watch high school we watch our you know the boys are still in it so we're going to be there cheering them on too so we we just we just love the game
0: and how important is the bonding as a team and, and getting them together where they're doing non-basketball stuff but they're able to bond together yeah.
3: we want them to we want them to be friends we want them to you know care more about each other as people than they do as players so We want them together. We want them spending time together, getting to know each other better, um, because we really feel like that's going to be the long term for them, is being able to be friends with each other. They'll be friends on the court, they'll be friends off the court.
0: Awesome. Coach Kim Demarini, thank you so much this season. Absolutely. We look forward to getting back at it next year and uh, doing this show and welcoming you again. (laughs) You're welcome to come in and talk with Dr. Wade if you want to and talk ball with him about what they have coming up, but it's been a pleasure. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you.
4: It was just a few drinks. I'm good. I thought it was good.
1: After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal.
0: It was no big deal.
1: Hey,
2: I can hold my liquor.
0: I thought I could hold my liquor.
1: Live under the lights, the city of performers, putting on one heck of a show, headlining night after night. Welcome to Smashville.
2: Your favorite wine tasting experience is back. The Hendersonville Rotary Club's Wine and Roses Fundraising Gala. Everything you loved and more. Saturday, March the 2nd. Prepare your taste buds for elegant wines, smooth whiskeys, craft beers, and exceptional food. Browse through the silent auction. All to benefit over 25 local charities, schools, and scholarships. Wine and Roses. Saturday, March the 2nd at Our Lady of the Lake Catholic Church, Hendersonville. HendersonvilleRotary.org.
0: Welcome back. We're joined by senior Bethany Howard. Bethany, uh, your career ended this week, but something really cool happened this past weekend. You got your thousandth point. Uh, That's a rare feat, but an awesome job in your four years. Talk about that moment for you.
4: Yeah, so I actually wasn't expecting it. Um, I didn't know how many points I had um, coming into my senior year. I didn't think I was going to get it. Um, and so just to like, have like, that moment happen to me at a home game, too, with my family there, my teammates supporting me, like, it was a really awesome moment.
0: Your career ends at Pope. Take us back to what maybe is your most memorable moment here uh, as a player. Was there a special moment? Was it the 1,000 points? Was it just being around teammates?
4: Honestly, I would have to say Senior Night, and I know that's kind of like basic, but like just being here for four years and like being able to see all the seniors before me just like get recognized for their Mm -hmm. accomplishments and everything, Uh, just being able to like walk in the gym with my family and just like look at the crowd and the fans and everything and just like be acknowledged, that's probably my favorite moment.
0: And basketball's not over for you. Right. Tell us about your future.
4: Yeah, so I'm actually going to Warner University in Florida. Um, It's an NAIA D1. And I'm really excited. Like I, I love the coaches there. I love Florida. My family's moving there after I graduate. So like it just it felt like home, and I'm I'm ready for the next step.
0: Well, it's been awesome watching you and being around that. But I'm not going to let you get out of here quickly. We're going to put you on the hot seat. I'm going to ask you some questions. Gotcha. Uh, rapid fire questions first. Get hype song before a game.
4: No hands by Waka Flocka.
0: Ooh, nice. Play that song at the game. Uh, next, <laughs> go to go to Mill after a game.
4: Ooh, Chick Fil A
0: for okay, sure. Okay, excellent. Last show you binged? Outer Banks. Okay. Yeah. Beach or mountains? Beach. i got to say beach. You're yes. going to Florida, you watch Outer Banks. For sure. Um, and then the last one, the favorite class uh, that you've had here at Pope?
4: Definitely theology, like senior year service. Like, it's really fun. Like, we get to leave school and then just go, like, out in the community and serve with my friends. It's fun.
0: That's awesome. <laughs> Bethany Howard, thank you so much. We are joined by senior Fred Bailey. It, it hurts me to say that. We just had Bethany Howard on Uh, Seeing you guys grow up and and mature in this program, welcome.
3: Thanks for having me.
0: So this year, we just had Bethany. We talked about a big moment in her career that happened this year, and that was reaching 1,000 points. You did that earlier this year. Talk about that achievement from a personal standpoint.
1: Honestly, it's just a blessing to be on the list, to be with the other three guys that's on the list, and it's a chance for me to keep climbing until I leave Pope.
0: So basketball is not over for you yet here at Pope. You've got a big week coming up. The goals to start the season were to get to Cookville, right?
1: Of
2: course.
0: And that's still in play. Um, talk a little bit about, two after basketball ends here and after your career here at Pope, you're going on to continue to play basketball. Talk about that.
1: Honestly, basically this summer is going to be based off so just working hard, getting better at my weaknesses. Obviously, shooting the three more, stuff like that, small stuff. So I can become the player I want to be at Rebecca.
0: Awesome. Okay, before I let you go, I'm going to ask you five questions, random questions. Put you on the hot seat. We're going to see how you do. First one, get hype song before a game.
1: Not finished, little baby.
0: Okay, little baby, all right. Go-to meal after a game. Chipotle. Excellent. Last show you binged. The Flash. Okay, you and Tonio, same person there. Best show out. Beach or mountains? Beach. And finally, what's been your favorite class here at Pope? I'll say... Miss Pepper, pre-calc. You and Tony are the same person. Fred Bailey, it's been a pleasure watching I can't wait to watch you over these next couple of weeks.
1: Thank you.
0: Thank you for watching. When we are back next week, we'll hopefully know at that point who we're going to be playing in the state tournament. Big weekend ahead for the boys as they compete in the region tournament, trying to win their very first region tournament championship. Look for times. Look for opponents on the websites, either on X or on Instagram. Thanks a lot.